this is friends and brands. This is a short man. We want to celebrate the life of the Mamba, right? That's right. Yeah, I mean, this dude, like you said to me, I just told you the other day at the gym, yeah. like this, it's in blood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, Kobe was, man, he was he was everything that I think, as far as from a competitor uh, point of view and athlete coming from Chicago area, yeah, he was everything I needed, bro. Like as far as inspiration, yeah. You know, and I, a lot of people used to give me stuff for that. Man, you from Chicago? You gotta look up the mic. No, I don't have right. to look up to anybody. I choose. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just just because he in front of me don't mean I'm gonna respect this. I mean, I respect Mike, right? But of he's not the guy that I'm looking to for inspiration when it right. came to my grit, my competitiveness, right. my will to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Kobe was that, bro, and. Uh, it's, uh, the, the incident is unfortunate. What happened? Like, I, it's a freak accident, man. Yeah, yeah. Freak accident. I've been following it since day one, but you know, I think uh, we here today to celebrate celebrate him, man. What, what yeah, was he doing? of course. No, I mean, I think ultimately what we have to do is we have to look at the accomplishment the man had on and off the court. You know, what I mean, let's yeah. not. Let's not harp on the obvious, you know, which has gotten everybody sad. Yeah. Let's look at his accomplishments. Let's look at his influence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His brand in general. Yes, sir. You know, and I agree with you. Like, I've, I always had a thing because I grew up in the, where Jordan was that guy. So I've had a love-hate relationship with Kobe. And not and hate is a strong word, but that's just the term. I mean, that's the term, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. Like, like it or love it. Like, you know, it, like it or love it, love it. Yeah. Love it. You know, wasn't necessarily always checking for the Lakers, but – None of that, none of that even really mattering right now. Yeah, if for him to even be argued as even better than Jordan is what the average player, most players that are great, can't even do. Yeah, to even to even be mentioned. Yeah, to even even if that is the case, even if you are imitating Jordan. Yes, you know how hard it is to, to really duplicate what Jordan's doing. Yeah, and right. Kobe is the only one that even can remotely be argued in that conversation. Yeah. And somebody else brought up a perspective to me maybe a couple of days ago, Kobe might have got snubbed a couple of rings. Oh, and MVPs. Oh, yeah. This, no, oh. Without a question, without a doubt, MVPs. Rings. But he might have got snubbed rings. You got to think he, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't starting his, his rookie year. Eddie Jones was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, imagine if they had let Numbers, them, too. We yeah. talk just everything, everything in general. First yeah. two years. Yeah. And then, you know, him and Shaq's disagreement, which led to Shaq going to Miami. You don't really know. That's why I saw Shaq saying yeah. something about that. Yeah, well, yeah, let's bro. be obvious. Yeah, personal personal stuff happening, life happening. You still got five rings, G. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like. Unbelievable. Yeah, bro. man. The Kobe, the, Kobe uh, the Mamba uh, system commercials with him and Kanye and Aziz. Yeah. His, his, his effect on an influence on culture. Yes. And Pop culture. Yeah, pop culture and yeah. sneaker culture. Yeah. You like, know what I'm saying? Jumping over jumping Aston, Aston Martin. On like, Keenan and Kale. Yeah, you know, bro. She was rapping. He was like Martin. one of the first NBA players that rapped besides mm-hmm. Shaq, obviously. Ivo tried I, a little bit. They was that time. And yeah, then, yeah they but, was, but Kobe was rapping. Yeah. Uh, he was on Destiny's Child Destiny song, Child song. That's crazy. He was on videos. Yeah. He was acting. Yeah. He was on international commercials. He knew multiple languages. That's crazy. And I mean fluently, though. Fluently. Multiple languages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe, was realistically, you look at his body of work on and off the court, man. He was definitely – he should definitely be revered yeah. as, as a GOAT. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I always tell this, and me, me and my, my best friends growing up, we always said this, and kids never – kids around us never really uh, 
never really understood what we were saying. Like we always say, you got stars in the league, you got all stars, you got superstars, and you got mega stars. Yeah, it's only three mega stars we've ever seen in the NBA. Period. Yep. And, and if y'all think I'm capping, you can Look comment on yeah. this video. You can yeah. comment on this video. It's only three. One is still going, but two of them are done. Mike and Cole and LeBron. And LeBron. Those mega are three stars. mega stars. I don't want to hear nothing about no Steph. I don't want to hear nothing Not about no KD. Not those, a mega star. No, mega star is different. Yeah. And then you got your superstars, and then you got all-star level players and stars yeah. and whatever. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. That's a strong. That's you know what I'm a, saying. A they they mega stars, bro. They mega stars. So true. it's like, um, they they got impact on stuff. Like look yeah. at the things they changed, bro. Absolutely. Kobe in his way he changed sneaker culture specifically because that's what our show is about. How he changed sneaker culture with the design of the low top. We were just talking yeah. about it. Yep. He revo- revolutionized that. Yeah. Like wearing low tops. Yeah, bro. Like. That wasn't a, that wasn't a thing, right? Like other people had one off low top, like Mike, right. and you know they had it, but Kobe played in it, bro. Well, what I was gonna say uh, when we were talking in the previous episode about uh, wearing like low top sneakers and stuff, it really depends on the type of game. That's where we went because we went off into you know our, our hoop our hoop league or whatever. Yeah. And got off a uh, topic on it, but like scientifically, depending on your build. Is what shoe you should be wearing? Yes. You know what I'm saying. So when we look at like the LeBron shoe, dude, six eight. Yeah. You know Two, we look at 60, yeah, exactly. 70. You look at KD sneakers. KD's built for a slender, slender wingman. Six nine. Yeah. Two ten. Kobe's is, is six what six six. six Two yeah, thirty. Two thirty. So his shoe was made for his build, and yeah. which ultimately makes it. Everybody, but that's the thing. You saw everybody wearing this joint, yep. though. You saw big man wearing yep. it. You like, look at AD. AD yep. only playing Kobe's, yep. and he's a power forward, yep. finesse. Finesse. You know what I'm forward, saying, but yep. it's just like a Kobe was the low cut shoe is more range of motion. Range of motion. Uh, it just it give you everything you need, bro. Yep. And that's one of my favorite shoes of all time. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And speaking of his shoes, what I mean as far as like, what's what's some of your, what is your favorite Kobe sneaker moment? I mean, as far as the sneaker you remember him in, and then he had the best game, uh, or like one of your, not even the best game numbers wise, but the best performance out of your eyes. Ooh, that's a what good. shoe was he wearing? He had so many dope performances, man. I, I got two in mind, but I'm gonna narrow it down to one. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it close to home. What was he wearing when he won the dunk contest? Because you know the dunk contest was in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. All Star Weekend. Kobe won the slam dunk contest. What All-Star was he wearing? Weekend. I don't remember that. Hold on, let me look it up. I don't, I feel like he was wearing the eights, the crazy eights. Hey, it might have been. It might have been Adidas, which thing. is one of my, which is one of my honorary. Uh, yes, uh, I speakers. think you're right, bro. He might have had on the crazy eights. If I'm wrong, drop in the comments box. Yeah. DM us. Hey, no, he wasn't wearing that. But I feel like he was wearing a crazy ace when in he won the dunk, dunk contest, contest in Cleveland, Ohio. That dunk contest, baby, baby fro Kobe won the dunk contest in Cleveland, Ohio. Now, one, I say he had on crazy ace. Right. That's my favorite moment. That's so your I got favorite it. moment. Well, I mean, look, he got it's, it's many home. moments. It's, it's home. home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so many of them. We can yeah. go. All all day long with yeah. the best moments. Yeah, like we talking but about personal. Home, yeah, he won the slam con- dunk contest in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, I think he's wearing a crazy eights. Yep. But I mean, I'm gonna let you say your moment. I think uh, your moment might be the what was he wearing? Oh, 
No, he wasn't these wearing the, the eights. Them these is the uh, the crazy eights. Them is the what is those? The crazy ninety seven. This is before. I think Antoine Walker EQT's. was wearing those. Yeah, and them, the ones Antoine Walker used to wear. Yes, yep. bro. That's yep. it. The EQTs, the purple joints. Yeah, them ones. Them was nasty eights. too. But still, and he had no. Same. He had a fro. He had the little baby uh baby yes, the, the, the baby ball like head. It. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. He had the baby ball yes. head. The EQT is yep. crazy ninety seven. Crazy ninety seven. Yeah, hey. What's crazy about the crazy 97s is you look at um, look at look at uh, Pharrell's new shoe. Yeah. Um, one of them human made, not the not the the low top. He's talking about the uh, the basketball one. Yeah, he got a basketball shoe that got the same bottom. Yeah. And then they they bringing at, it back. You look at well, I mean, but that was that was big one Col- during Kobe's era. Yeah. Um, the same thing with with Yeezys, the uh, the Desert Rats. Yeah, they got that bottom. They got the it. same bottom. So that bottom is like that was shoes that Kobe was really doing his thing in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite Kobe, Kobe moment. Yeah, I mean, he got plenty. I would say mine would have to be. Uh, I got another one too, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna just say one because, I, like I said, bro, I can I can name twenty of them. I'm not trying to do that. We're gonna have Jay Berry times, working yeah. on the fat check just for time. Yeah. Um, my favorite Kobe sneaker moment is the maybe the most cliche one, but this is also my favorite basketball shoe outside of the four. Is the 81 points when he had the Ooh, white the Jamie white Rose. he had the white. Sorry, Jay. Zoom, Kobe ones with the purple. Oh. Purple and black. White, purple, and black, bro. Putting up numbers. I'm talking about ape shit. That shoe is so comfortable. It's just like I can feel what he like because yeah. I played in him so much. This game like, was so relentless. Remember yeah, that? Man. Remember that yank up at the top of the key yeah. on UNLV campus at Thomas and Mac? Yeah, you remember man. that? Who he dunk on? Yank that, yank that bitch from right to left, went straight to the buck. And just, and that was that was bang. also like his rookie. That was like that was early. Thomas and Mac. That was yeah. early, early in his career too. Well, yeah. What was he wearing on that? Fact check, JJ. But yeah, bro, that that uh, eighty-one point game is for sure the, my favorite sneaker mode. His, his crossover was nasty. His moves, period, bro. That's what made him. That's what made him the killer. And then on top of all of this, after his, he was always a great father, though. Hold on, go back. His be- but his best sneaker moment, I can't take credit for this, but we got to bring it up, is his free agency year when he wasn't signed to Nike no more. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at, he had on Concords. I know. He, he had on AIs, weapons, AIs. Converse weapons. Yeah, the ones AIs. that uh, the Magic, Magic Johnson Larry yeah. Bird used to wear, the AIs. AIs. And you know he AIs. love and respect the AIs. Questions, yeah. yeah, what he have on, bro? He, he had wore on Jordan 3s, Jordan, Jordan 8s. Threes. He had 7s. 12s. He got on the Flint Gray 12s. Yeah. He got on, what else he got on in here? Yeah, bro. He, yeah, he was he's rocking a lot of shit. Was that a whole year? How many months was that? That was a couple months. Seemed bro. like forever, man, because I was pissed. Oh, he got on the Hirachis, the, yes. the basketball, the, the Hirachis. And that's joints. when he got into, when Nike, he realized he was going with Nike. Yep. His, his beginning Nike shoes was crazy, the yep. 2K4s, yep. all of that. Because, yeah, the ones, the Kobe ones was fire to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's wearing a lot of Jordans, man. But, uh, no, but back to what you were saying, yeah, his, his biggest accomplishments, man, is is being a father, you know, that to me, I, I'll say this: being a father and a, and a a very multifaceted businessman. Yep. Uh, so, you know, yeah, man, I, I, that's the biggest accomplishment is being a father. Yeah, you know, most spe- Especially because we fathers, and I, I have a I have a daughter. Yeah, I felt so, that, bro. Yeah, that, that, just the news it crushed me because you know you're thinking about the kids. Just I don't know, it, it, it hit different when you at when when you. 
the story said, but yeah. when you're a parent and you're yeah. here, and it's like, man, man yeah. it make you kiss and it. hug on them, them kids or yeah. people in general a yeah. little bit, a little bit harder. Little so bit harder, yeah. uh, we just really wanted to take a just take a moment and uh, and just just celebrate his life, man, because he was great, bro. He was he, he's an all time great. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what we about on friends and brands, man. We, we, we never met, you know. Yeah. We never met in person, met but him. he was a friend of us. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like it would have been love, I, you know, if we ever came cross paths. But yeah, I mean, not all heroes wear capes, you know. So you yeah. know, for us being coming from where we come from, basketball being a heavily part of our culture, sneakers being a heavily part of our culture, brands, you know, all these different things. We got to appreciate that. That's that's one of our heroes, and you know, of course, it's ne- it's not it's never. Uh, a great moment when somebody exit earth but you got to look at this thing called life is uh it's temporary you know and you got to make the greatest impact and i think t-mac says something that almost made me tear up is kobe said it to t-mac that he wanted to die young told yeah. t-mac that another player he greatly respects that was crazy and when you really think about it he did he, he died young he did he, it happened exactly the way he, he said it biggie said it similarly Pac said it all of your greats, Nipsey said it. You know, a lot of people say it's, it's your impact. So you come on, you come in this earth, you make an impact, and you go. It, it's cutthroat and it's, as abrasive as it sounds, it's the truth. And when you look at what he did in his 41 years, he made a huge impact. I mean, his his influence not only touches us in the United States, it's globally, globally. They show some uh, soldier fighting the ISIS war with a Kobe jersey on. I don't even know if that was Photoshop, but I wanna, I'm going to say it's not Photoshop, and I'm going to be happy that even <laughs> overseas in turmoil, yeah, somebody's wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, you know, shout out to uh, Kobe's family. Uh, I know this is not a great time, but you know that man left a huge impact on everybody in the world, and we're greatly impacted by his, by the loss. But we'll continue on, and there's always a rose in the concrete. So, there's going to be so many kids that are going to grow up and, and follow in the Kobe's footsteps, not only as a basketball player, but as a father and as a businessman, because he represented all those things. And he was, you know, in a, in a human form, he was having this human experience. So he wasn't perfect, but nobody's perfect. So that doesn't take anything away from his accomplishments yep. and what he, what he achieved on this earth. So um, he will be missed, but never forgotten. Gone, gone, but never forgotten. Yes, sir. That's it for this segment. We just want to show love and shine light on that brother, man. Uh, Rest in peace. And we out. Welcome to Friends and Brands. I am Mark Wilkins. I'm Nick Bain. I'm Khalil Roundtree. Yes, sir. Khalil. What's going on, bro? It's it's a blessing to have you on the show, man. It's a blessing to be here. Y'all understand, man. This dude, this dude is in uh in Bangkok. Like you can't you can't find him, man. Like he's uh, it's hard to catch up with him. So it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a blessing for him to be here, man. My brother. Yeah. Uh, Just talk to me, man. What you been up to, bro? Um, let's see. All right, so overall, Thailand. Yeah. Went there about a year ago. And once I went there, I fell in love with it and found so many different things from training to, yeah. like, my creative, like, outlets. Yeah. And, you know Most what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get into more conversation, but, like, in a way, like, fighting kind of, like, held me down, like, kind of locked me in. And yeah. you got to be focused in fighting, you know exactly. what I mean? So, yeah. like, 
I'm just all here. I'm like, okay, train, 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 do this, you know, UFC fight, 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 but creatively, right. there was only like this much space yeah. and I used all of my like, like creative energy and just put it into my fighting yeah, yeah so then i start training and doing things differently and i'm like okay this is fun but still like nothing to really like bring out the fullness of me so right. when i was in thailand that case that started coming out and, and what was the just like, like what was the thing you know like when you was over there what was the the thing that hit you and you got it in your gut and you like, right. it's this the time where i need to branch out create talk about super champ like what Oh what man! Was that like? So I think so. Thailand, like what it was for me was just it everything in itself. Yeah, beautiful place, beautiful people, like just peace. Like yeah. I felt like this good sense of peace because it's everybody there. They they kind of have we have it way better here. Like you know, businesses, all these stuff. Right. But these people are like yeah. on the street, just like selling noodles, but happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. just like, hey, what's up? Every day, like there's yeah. a lady that was cooking food on her porch yeah. and that's why i ate breakfast every day that's what's she up. just that's comes amazing, outside bro. puts on her apron her stove everything is outside on the front porch she built like a little thing out of cardboard and like bamboo mm -hmm. and she just like that's puts crazy rice bro. you know what i mean that's so i'm amazing. like and yeah. I, every day i wake up and i'm happy and i'm right. like started looking at my surroundings <clears> and comparing and i'm like yo this is crazy like i want to be here for a while because i'm learning a lot like yeah. just internally in the culture yeah. Yeah. so then having time to train and see new things and learn new languages and have just my time of peace. Um, ideas started coming up and things like Super Champs started coming to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just ideas, man. Like, Make sure y'all check that out, Super Champ, bro. So, that hoodie <laughs> you post the other day, which one? With the patches all over, it's like yo, super uh, yeah. Yo, crazy. Not for nothing too. <laughs> you know, I do my homework, man. You got one with the hands on there too. Yeah, yeah. I need, I need uh, that. Hoodie. No. That's okay. So <clears throat> I wish I would have known that. I did bring something for both of you guys. Oh, bless. I, I appreciate I, that. I was like, I don't know if they're gonna mess with the hands one or whatever. No, so. I fuck with the hands, <laughs> one, bro. Like, I got, you, I, got yeah. a I got a Hampson hand on this arm, okay. so I'm all with all that, bro. Yeah, I'm okay, with all that. That's cool. That's uh, the sto the the whole concept of the brand is fire, bro. Yeah. Like how you even presented like shooting your your content in the infrared. Like yeah. I've been seeing, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that stuff is like you got to really put some thought into it. So like, yeah, how man. much of this stuff stems from where you from, and like uh, you know, like your your childhood, bro? Yeah. Like, talk to uh, us yeah. about that. Okay. Where you from? So, so you got to tell us where you from. All right. So you know, I was that. born in L.A. Okay. Yeah. And so. My brothers, I have two older brothers, okay. little sister too, but I was raised by my two older brothers. Okay. Both of them, um, they grew up in LA until it was time for them to go to like middle school, right? Yeah. So they were already teenagers. Um, at that time, we moved to Vegas and then, um, yeah, then they just kind of took me in. So they kind of carried the LA culture as teenagers with, you know, to Vegas. Exactly. So like, they played sports, they you know, they had their own thing going on and I was just like, okay, I'm a young kid in like a nice neighborhood, yeah, like kind of mm -hmm. like suburban. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I just started making friends with the kids in my area and that got me into like skateboarding and yeah. all that type of stuff. I but, saw you skateboarding. Before all of that, um, actually I was like, I was like always kind of like an introverted kid as like just from a young age and I start I liked I was interested in more like in sync and like Backstreet Boys and yeah. stuff like that cuz I was like man these dudes are getting girls you yeah. know what I mean they sing they dance like you know, all, in my opinion I'm like wow that's cool so I got made fun of a little bit for it but it, you know I mean, it, it happens cool. man ain't nothing wrong with being yeah. different bro and then um ended up like going through 
uh, like a metal stage. So I was like super into metal and I played music and I played multiple different instruments. Yeah, you was in like a band, right? Everything, man. Like yeah. just creatively, I used to do so much, whether yeah. it's like drawing or ideas. I'm a dreamer, you know? Yeah, so, I like that. Um, that's just kind of how it goes, man. And like, so a lot of my inspiration just comes from, I guess, like childhood memories. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know well, what I mean? Or things yeah. that made me happy yeah. when, you know what I mean? Yeah, when At a certain a kid, point bro. or that remind me of something specific. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So when, like when you say you was playing instruments, talk to me about this instrument that I saw, I saw you. Oh, the with, space drum. Dude, I didn't know what that was, but it was like, you, you, was, you was killing it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, man, I don't know <laughs> so what the name of this. That, that they call that a handpan or yeah. a hang drum. Um, it was made in Switzerland, probably like, around 15 years ago right. not even that like not even 15 like maybe 12. yeah um but it's a steel pan almost yeah. like the the ones you see in like jamaica yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. but inverted <clears throat> into like a circle like that way instead of playing inside it's it's, Out, it's outside. outside like a dome yeah and the guy who makes it um uh he has a company called symphonic steel and they use steel and he bends it and it's a whole process they put these little like dents in it and he tunes it perfectly and all this stuff and when you tap it like just like you would tap a table, yeah. it vibrates and into like, like the sound. That's so crazy. So I just like nah, bro, I've it's played, wild. I'm like I've made beats before and I like I do all that stuff. So it's kind of the same as an NPC. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're doing like a, a drum tap, yeah. but this one is like every time you tap it, it's a different tune on top of like a percussive like. Yeah. You know That's what nuts. I mean? So yeah, I just bro. like I remember just. Um, and you just learn how to play that just practicing on it just by just instinct, yeah just yeah That's like crazy. just already being kind of like musically like yeah. inclined. I'm just like. And then I would just sit down and just like be making music all day. And then there's trees and Dude, you know what I mean? It was like yeah. my sense of peace. It's like, I think all of this there. is just to find peace. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like when I'm when I'm alone and there's enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, vibe, the vibe over there is uh is crazy, man. Yeah. Like I see see you swimming. I saw you with the elephants, bro. It's like see that type of stuff you don't see every day. You know, right. like we don't. We don't get not in that. tune with nature yeah, like that. Like yeah. that's it's real. You like you really in nature over there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to worry about like, you know, like getting chased by dogs or the monkeys stealing your wallet or like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, these are real things. These are real things. No, that's it's it. Like, that is. You're right. just walking down the street with a coffee and you know a big old like Komodo dragon might be like, Shh, and you're like, oh, right. right. You know, like there's just different yeah. like day to day experiences. The elements is that, different. That it, it, in my like the best way for me to describe it is it like awakens a different like human instinct. Yeah. So like well, if you definitely. hear, you know, you can be walking and you hear like a weird croak. You know, like, right. like whoa, okay. Right. And then you like, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, all right, it, it just awakens something different yeah, in the human spirit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And then to walk down the street and see temples like that were literally handcrafted by you know the monks like the Thai monks and there's wow. Thai monks like they walking in the street and every morning they come in and the community like they go and gather their food in the morning so in the, like 5 a.m. they wake up they do their meditation their prayer they come like they walk the streets and then people give them food Wow. they the food that they gather they take back to the temple they eat it together they go back into meditation they go back into reading and doing their chants and that's their life like they're dedicated to just like peace and like you know what i'm saying yeah. just like i don't exist like i have to eat to sustain, so, yeah, but sustain like, it yeah the material yeah, the material plane, people, human like plane, the yeah. people they support they support them yeah. they give them money or not money that but like food yes. and new robes and all of this stuff and it's like to see that stuff man and just it's it's crazy 
and this is like really a way of life. It's not a, a concept. You know what I mean? This is a lifestyle. It's true. So we really have the choice to like choose our lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. That's kind of like what inspires me and also inspires like Super Champ and just my whole drive and as a person is to like inspire to do better so that you can see a life outside of America right. or outside of your community or whatever, right. you know what I mean? Right. How, however it's a bigger small scope. It gets, yeah. like just life and the way to experience life is so much bigger than what we know yeah. and what we see on yeah. a on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You know? So if yeah. I can spread that message through clothing, through fighting, through podcasting, through whatever it may be, if yeah. I can just at least use my being to share that, then, yeah. you know. Yeah. How, did you, how did you come up with the name Super Champ? So... Um, Thailand is like really known for the, like a Thai massage. Like oh, yeah. they, you know, all these like oh, man. they twist you up and you feel brand new after. And um, so there's a spot that I would go to after every training session, and they're really good friends with my coach. He told them um, that I was a fighter, so they never knew. I'd go in there every day, and then they, he told them that I was a fighter, so they looked me up. And then the next day, I came in after training. I was all beat up to get my massage and then the ladies were like super champ you know super champ you fight you fight you know like 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 cheering and i was like what the heck like, right how do you know that right and then like till this day they don't know my name but every time i'm riding my scooter down the street if they're outside just like playing cards or whatever they're like, super champ super oh, that's crazy so like bro. i go there every single day man yeah. and like I threw a pop-up before I left and uh, they came through and it was so sick because like I got to throw a pop-up all my friends were there it was just in we Thailand, chilling by yeah. the pool I had all my merch out set up and then like they pulled up and just that moment I was like man like everything I get emotional thinking about it everything yeah. that I'm able to do and like have this creative outlet was because they Embraced you. Embraced me and gave me this name, and I used it, and now it's like it's becoming something bigger yeah. out of like whatever identity. they saw in me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's a part of your identity now, man. Yeah, so it's like... And I how just, long have you been? You, you've been over there for how long? A year now. A year now? Yeah, a year. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, and I plan to go back Sunday. Yeah. And get just right like to it, bro. Like not only for that, but like I'm ready. I, I'm really ready to get back to training. Yeah. Like after my last fight, it was kind of tough, like... I took a loss, but it was like over some like some dumb stuff. I I pulled my leg, like my yeah. my hamstring, and I had to hide it. You got to hide it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to let the guy know I'm hurt. Because if you do, it's a it's exactly. a, it's an advantage for him. And no yeah. excuses. You know, yeah. it's not excuses. No, it's, it's real. Like it's just you keeping it my reality. Though. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, um, in my mind, I was just like, man, I don't got nothing left. Like I just kind of defeated myself and just went. Yeah. I'm not gonna go out. I'm gonna, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm gonna fight <clears> however <throat> I can. Yeah. So I know that I put in a lot of work this last camp and all that stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm taking fighting all, like out of my mental box, going right. that drawer. Right. What's up? Right. You know Focus what I mean? on the creativity. Yeah. But, and now, uh, now you're ready to get back to it. Yeah, man. I, I think I want to, because of this too, like because of Super Champ, because of everything, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to train. I'm going to better myself. I'm going to be Super Champ. Like I'm going to, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm going to create this person, this brand new person that just – stands for something bigger and you know what i mean yeah. does better and yeah just you know what i mean Yo, and now we talked about we talked about your creative side man because it's i think it's pretty cool to see how creative a person is outside of their perspective profession right you mm-hmm. know you got musicians walking around you got 
producers, you got a- just athletes in general, but there's always multi. I love hearing multifaceted stories about, you know, the personalities that we have and that we come across because, you know, that's what makes you as a person. So we talked about the creativity, the fighter. Now we got to talk about the fighter. Mm. You know, you from you was born in L.A. Yeah. Um, you live here in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. How did you come into fighting? Like, what, what introduced you to that? Like, what's the backstory on that? Um, just to start off, since like you guys already kind of know my upbringing, like yeah, as yeah, a kid, yeah. um, my brothers, they both were more into fighting just like on the street than I was. Mm-hmm. I never got into like a real fight. Yeah. Um, but um, one of my one of my brothers was he trained and he got injured. Um, and while I was on tour selling merch, I come back home and I saw he was in this chair that was like fixing his his arm. And he's like, yeah. I started training this MMA stuff. I really like it, um, but I saw like how depressed he was because he couldn't go to couldn't right. go to the gym. You know right. what I mean? But he'd be sitting down like watching these videos and watching the Ultimate Fighter. And so I'm just like, okay. So I sat wa- like sitting there with him, just keeping him company. I'm like watching, and I'm like, yo, this is kind of cool. These dudes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just yeah. kind of like how yeah. we're talking about. It. It's cool. It's something new. And uh, at the time, I was like 300 and something pounds. Smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day, you know, just kind of tour like, life. Yeah, tour, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tour life, yeah. just like sucking down cigarettes and drinking beer and eating fast food and you know, yeah. I was, destroying yeah, your body. Back I was destroyed. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So I was just, so him and I started together. We just like went to a gym. Uh, I wanted to lose weight. He, you know, he was ready to get back to training, and um, it just it started from there. So it was just kind of like, hey, let's just get in shape. And then after my first class, I was like, man, I want to come back. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then wow. um, um, <clears throat> I feel like I'm leaving a lot out because I've told this a lot of times, but I'll give you guys like, I'll, the skinny, I'll slow it down. The yeah, skinny. I'll slow it down. So, <laughs> um, going, going to this class and, and training was the first time where I was like, I, could, I punched something, kick, you know, all this stuff, and I was working hard, and it, it felt good. Yeah. And um, – I had a coach who, after the class, he was like, hey, have you done this before, blah, blah, blah. You have, like, a natural talent or whatever. Right. He was like, you should come back tomorrow. So that was, like, inspirational for me because mm-hmm. I never yeah. – you know what I mean? I, I didn't play sports because I never felt like it was my thing. Yeah, but for the first time, I was like, hmm, this guy's asking me to come back. He sees potential. Cool. Um, and then I just, like, I kept showing up. And this was for Muay Thai. So, mm-hmm. like, kick like a, like a Thai kickboxing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never knew anything about like the real stuff until I went there. And then um, as I started to go and train, I started to feel better about myself and like even think differently and eat differently. And uh, I wanted to fight. Like I went and saw some heavyweights throw down and then my coach told me like, if you want to fight, you got to lose a hundred pounds because you can't fight at this weight class. Right. And uh, so I was like, okay. And I just went after it and started training and I cut all, I cut my phone off, everything, and just like running around the streets of Las Vegas, just that's trying to create crazy, a new life. You bro. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, hey, there's there's hope somewhere else, or like, there's something different that's like charging me up right now. So like, let me just go after this and at least go fight. You know, for the first time. That's crazy. And then bro. after that, one, and then I was like, this it can't be that easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like a first round knock. I was so nervous too. Like I, w- I didn't even want to do it. But my brother's <laughs> like, "You gotta do it." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you gotta yeah. do it. And we're in the locker room. We're like <coughs> almost in tears. And I just remember him. Like it was such a real moment. Like how he just, old like, you at this time? Uh, twenty. Yeah. Twenty one. Yeah. Twenty one. Yeah. And uh, 
we were in the at the at the Orleans um, Orleans Casino in the in the ballroom. Uh, this this organization called Tough Enough. So it was like a ballroom packed with people. They had music, cage. You know what I mean? I'm like, I've never nah, been the center of man. attention in my entire life. Yeah. Right. I played in a band, so I can like kind of hide in the corner. You know what I mean? It's not. So yeah. I'm like center stage. You know, spotlight on you. Spotlight there's on people you. in the crowd. They're there's like, like guys you with their go, wives. Man. There's girls. There's ring girls. There's everything. everything right. Dang. And I have to go be the center of a sit, like the center of the stage. And I gotta fight. Like you, you know what I'm perform. saying? Like, I gotta yeah. perform. I gotta fight. And it's like this is a whole different experience for me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is like that first fight is where like I saw like this like this sense of like manhood. You know what I mean? That's where it was like yeah. first tested. Because yeah. I was like, damn, everybody's here. All right, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. I don't, but he didn't disrespect me. I have, you know what I mean. We just both signed that we're gonna fight, and yeah. we think that we can take each other. So like all of these yeah, it was thoughts, no motivation to whoop his ass. It was yeah, like, <laughs> all, of, all of these thoughts, you know, were just like going in my head. They and I have was no like, like uh, yeah. no way in where y'all yeah. face to face and do. Like, he ain't we did no once, like, we did, it, we did a way in, but he like he didn't really like try to like flex on me like that. You know, yeah. it was just like, right. It was whatever. Yeah, yeah. but we everybody gets nervous. You know what I'm saying? So um, that all that stuff is what's going on. Wow. Through the through my mind, you know, I, before I go out and go out, and I like knocked him out, and I was like, "What? Really?" <laughs> like after all the emotions like settled, I'm like, "No way!" So yeah. I I signed up again, and then like the same thing happened, and I was like, "No way!" Like, you know, like <laughs> and people were cheering, and like you know, like friends were happy, and they started to come out to support, and I was like, "Wow, cool!" Like right, like I'm starting to be somebody now, right. you know, and then um. And then my third fight, I remember, like, that one I was a little bit more hyped up because, like, yeah. that was the first time I made T-shirts. Yeah. Now, like, everybody come support me. Like, I'm going to knock this dude out. Right. You know, like, I'm just, like, so hyped up. And um, and that one, like, it went three rounds, and I lost a split decision. Damn. But um, I just tried to go crazy. Like, that was the first time I, like, actually tried to knock the dude out. Yeah. And I was so tired. And, but it was, like, it was a good fight, like, all type of stuff. But um, after I lost is when I – told myself like okay i'm gonna take it seriously yeah and then that and then i started to like really train seriously became an amateur champion here in vegas and like all this stuff and then how did us how did ufc happen um because yeah, this was all like, I mean, before yeah, you said tough enough. Enough. yeah, tough yeah this, was, this was, was tough like enough. amateur this is like yeah. in vegas like <clears throat> you know what i mean after yeah. high school type of thing um yep. and then ufc came about when the ultimate fighter oh nice yeah um I tried out for the Ultimate Fighter, and um, and I ended up making the, um, making the like the callback. They called me back. They're like, "Hey, oh, dang. Uh, we like you. Yeah. Um, the tryout fights are gonna be, you know, next. Like, you know, at, they gave me the date and said, right. um, show up here on weight, and then this will be your chance to fight to see if you're gonna make it into the house for yeah. the for the season. Yeah. So. I showed up. Actually, my friend and I at the same gym. We trained to get in there together because we're in the same weight class. So we're like, "Hey, if you make it and I don't, I'm gonna help you." So we right. helped each other get there, but we both made it in. Nice. Wow. And so, after making it into the Ultimate Fighter, the first fight, they chose him and I to fight each other. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Of course, right? So we both make it in. We both make it in. Hit like me and my like we helped each other every single day because we're like, "This is our shot at the UFC." And it's so against like, each other. Yeah, we hope we don't have to fight each other, but we like care enough 
about each other at this moment that we're gonna help you know we're gonna yeah. help each other out so Dang, that's crazy. they picked us to fight for they us they had to know that so wow. like, as, soon as, that. <laughs> as soon as we move into the house everybody lives together in the same house we all have to fight each other um i mean like we got to experience it they make this big mansion you know what i mean free food everything yeah. they like they treat you well um but it was kind of hard because i knew that like dang i gotta fight my boy in yeah. next week you know yeah. what i mean so we got to soak it in but that was definitely on my mind so we uh we end up fighting um he beat me by rear naked choke yeah. and then i but i stayed in the house he ended up getting injured during that fight from some elbows that i threw so he was like just kind of hanging out in the house hoping to recover fast so yeah. he didn't um and then they they called me in as a late replacement like or not a late like yeah as a to replacement replace him. yeah but then I had to fight my other friend, oh, man. who this guy that I made friends with, we slept in the same bunk every single night. He was showing me photos of his kids, like oh. it was like because it's kind of like like what I'd imagine like jail, but but like yeah. amazing because oh, yeah. no phones, right. no books, no nothing. Yeah. Like focus on the fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. people, training, and fighting. a house in an empty house with cameras. Like that's it. You know what I mean? So like, he has photos of his kids. He's like passing under the bunk. I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He's telling me stories of his kids. Oh, Preston's a wrestler. You know what I mean? Da, 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 da. I can't well, wait to get back. Like, guy. I hope I, you know, every night for right. seven weeks. Right. And then um, they told me, like, hey, you're getting another shot. Uh, but you got to fight Josh. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, you know. But then uh, um, what Josh and I had a conversation and we were like, I was like, yo, I can't look at you as my friend because I just lost to somebody that I looked at as my friend, and that was like the result of it. So we got to put everything aside and like it's business. Yeah, fight, yeah. You know what I mean? And like we didn't talk for like a couple of days after that because it was like it was intense. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like so intense. Like we couldn't even look at each other and like this is my boy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we instantly became like brothers in the house. So it was like Dang. we couldn't even look at each other, man. Like that's tough. That's tough. so I remember that one. Um, that was one of my favorite fights because like we both really gave it yeah. our best and um i ended up winning that and i just remember after i went i just broke down man because like my nose was broken he was on the ground we're both covered in blood yeah. and then like i got my hand raised and like when i got my hand raised i was happy but i was sad like it right. was such an like an even, intense emotional moment. you know what i mean like they were both like just fighting each other and i was yeah, just like boom man. went to the hospital to get my nose fixed and then that night dana white took us all out to go party Nice. And that was like where we kind of made up, you know. What I mean? like, <laughs> That's so hard, man. When y'all was doing that film in the house, <clears throat> was that in Las Vegas? Yeah, it was like right off of like Pecos and Russell. Oh, oh word, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they just like big wow. old house, and then when we pulled up, you just see like spotlights and everything. Like the house was always lit because they have to have lights Cameras for filming. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it was so weird to be in a house in my hometown. But not able to leave the house. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Knowing that, like, my friends are probably passing right here. Like, yeah. all my friends live on the yeah. east side. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I wish they knew where I was at so they could swing by and throw me some in and out. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> something. Like, something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just bro. like, let's just talk over the wall or something. Right. Like, man, you know, because yeah. you definitely feel isolated just being around a bunch of strangers yeah. for seven weeks. And yeah. no way to disconnect. The ones you connect it was with, interesting, you uh, gotta you gotta fight them. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you gotta fight him. Yeah, yeah man, that's that's uh that's dope that it, your career kind of stemmed from that to this. Like, it's yeah. it's it's definitely wild. I think about it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I have to like force myself to think about it because I can get so caught up in the now. Yeah. That I forget about 
like where I come from and just like the like how certain decisions that I've made like had that been something else it could have been completely different I could have never left Las Vegas you know what I mean so could have stayed on tour so yeah right so sometimes when I get like down or like I can't see a way out of a situation I just look back and be like well at least you got this far (laughs) you know what I mean like if nothing else like moving forward which is completely like false because right. we're always going to be moving, moving forward. forward. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. But if nothing else, like, damn, like, cool. Yeah, that's, <laughs> part, that's part of like um, your growth. Is that something mm-hmm. that you look at? You know, when we talk about how where you grow, where you grown from being a kid from L.A. to like, you know, the the ultimate fighter. Yeah. To now, like, Yo, I'm gonna throw in like yeah. I'm gonna throw in a spinner. So, like, on top of all of this. Being raised by my mom and and just being with my brothers, my dad was the manager of Boys to Men, New Edition, yeah, like yeah, all whoa, this stuff. Yeah. That's his, crazy. His dad, yeah, his dad, so like, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna ask you about. So that, like bro. that was like so, but he got murdered on tour, hmm. Boys to Men, MC Hammer tour in 1992 in Chicago. Damn. Like some dudes like tried to rob him because my dad like he was a big dude built like a bodyguard, but he like. He just made a lot for himself. He's the bodyguard for Muhammad Ali, like all of these wow. things that were just like big. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I never knew him, but the stories that I heard, like, damn, that was my dad. Right. Like my dad was with Muhammad Ali bodyguard. Right. That's and nuts. He, like boys to men, biggest new bands in the, yeah, like, in the world. Another yeah. bad create, like all of these things. You know? Studio, and I, like, bro, so and I was like, like, whoa. Growing up and seeing golden plaques with my name on it. Yeah. Because my dad named me after himself. Junior, yeah. So it's like I got new edition plaques, I got boys to men plaques, all of the all of these things. That's like, but my name's right there. Yeah. And it's like eighty million records sold. So imagine waking up every day as a kid, like seeing my mom struggle, but seeing my brothers, you know, they have different last names and all of these things. And when I'm just alone at home and I'm walking down the hallway and I'm like, gold records, what is this all about? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm processing yeah, this. Yeah, it's child. opening your mind. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like when you're a kid, you process your environment. You're not really yeah. thinking about what's going on. You're just right. like, oh, yeah. I'm going through life. Oh, right. this, oh, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So subconsciously, like, I'm getting these, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. These messages, like, yeah. be great, be yeah. something, be, you know, make a name for yourself, be yeah. on a plaque, like all of these, wow. like, subconscious messages. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, um, your dad was your dad was working for you even when you realized he wasn't. Yeah, you know, exactly. You know, like, exactly. You know, he you left, didn't think, yeah. he left me a lot, although he wasn't there. He left yeah. me a lot to believe in, you know what I mean? Follow, to, like, yeah, follow, to follow, up, follow so. the, yeah, follow the clues. Is like, look, you know, you can be great, yeah. you know, and it's it's on a spiritual level. That's why I was like, it's amazing to hear your story because you you say, I come from you know being on tour, mm-hmm. three hundred pounds, smoking yeah. cigarettes, eating fast food, just really just not even spiritually, you know in tune with who you are as a person. There's subtle hints from those gold plaques on the wall, you know, but then looking at your brothers who was a huge support system for you, Mm -hmm. giving you the subtle hints too, you know, leading you into fighting. And and like when I'm listening to the story, it's like, damn, this is crazy. It's like creatively you always had it, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you saw opportunity to change yourself. So you took that opportunity. So not only now you're starting to fight physically, you're fighting spiritually. To, to be a better person. Most definitely. You know, and you are a super champ when I listen to it because it's like, dog, <laughs> that's that's what I mean. it's, it's no better, me, it's no better name. And, yeah, and, I, and I knew, and you know, I, like I said, I, I, I can't say that I'm an extreme fan of UFC. I am a fan, you know, because only, and I say that only because an extreme fan could tell you the next fight. Well, I can't, yeah. I could tell you. My man, uh, my man from uh, the, the African cat, 
That's from uh, New Zealand. He's claiming New Zealand. Oh, yeah. What's um, his name? Izzy. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's nasty. That's probably like my yeah. favorite guy, right? Yeah. Uh, to watch this new, you know. Um, so I guess I am somewhat of a fan, you know. But I knew about you, you know, but I didn't know the history, you know. And it's funny because when we talk about your father being a part of that experience with Boys and Men and all these bands, I was listening to that shit at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing. You never know as a kid, you're going to run into, you know yeah. what I'm saying, somebody whose father was a part, yeah, that and, had influ- a part of that. And being in that world, yeah. you said he was just, he was built like a bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. yeah. He probably influenced a lot of that music. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, like, like the, uh, all the ones that, that he has plaques to, yeah. they yeah. didn't just give him plaques. No, they were, my mom was something like, yeah, these, they were sleeping on the couch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your dad was like their dad. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Bro, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, because if you in a creative space, if I'm designing and we in here, like I'm getting inspiration from Khalil, I'm getting from Nick, from, yeah. from Daryl, from Jay. Like yeah. we all just working. Yeah. That's even like, anywhere, even like bro. outfits and like, so like my dad was a part of that like boys to men, like mm-hmm. creating them. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, nah, you guys got to dress better. Yep. You know what I mean? You guys got to get your shit together. Like they're. You know, a lot like, of people don't even the know the man in their life, yeah. like in their career on the road. Yeah. You know that I mean? link like, between them and New Edition, yeah. like people don't even nah. know that. So they <laughs> yeah. just think, oh, they from Boston. They was from here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, bro, they Philly, Boston, it's whatever. A link nah, it's a family. Yeah. Yeah, it's you a know family. what I mean? The yeah. Motown was a family. Man, that's crazy, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, so yeah, you was the creative juice was just flowing all around you, yeah. and you took it upon yourself. And that's another thing. Like you know, I like to kind of bring it full circle when we bring the guests on. Is uh. This is Friends and Brands podcast, man. Like, we all got experiences. We all got these uh, opportunities where he from the south side of Chicago. I'm from East Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we come from areas that are challenging areas, you know. Yeah. I can recall being, you know, imagine, having using my imagination just to escape the atmosphere, you know, yeah. where some of my counterparts is on the block. And I was just, like, in the, you know, comics and video games yeah. and, and shit like that, you know. Say even even with sneakers, my mom was a crazy sneaker collector. Really? She yeah, she was the leading scorer for her high school. She broke like mass scoring records in basketball, skateboarder, tennis, heavy in the snapbacks. <laughs> she was she broke me into the quartet, Nike Cortezes, <laughs> That's so sick. bro, track suits. <laughs> I remember, you know, I used to have all the Jordan shit, bro. That's why, like, you know, being thirty plus, I'm like, you know. Love nothing but love for LeBron and everything he doing. That's I, that, I love that guy. Yeah. But you know, Jordan always be have a sentimental value to me because my mom was introducing me to that. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is happening in the inner city. You yeah. know, so many creative people out of the inner cities, um, Las Vegas, L.A. You know, that go on to influence the world. So, mm-hmm. bro, you coming from L.A. and Vegas, and now you in Thailand. You know, and you influencing the world not only from music. Mm-hmm. Fighting, yep. and now you got a brand, bro. You know, people don't understand how important these brands are, bro. Well, you know, let me expand on that really quick because the brand is just what's happening right now. Okay, but behind the scenes, I have an entire storyline, and like whether it's going to be a comic or a cartoon, right. but I'm writing the story right now. That's wow. dope. Of Super Champ, but it like Super Champ is me but not me it's right. a, it's my version of a black superhero yeah and i'm saying black superhero because you guys know what that's yeah like. you know yeah, what yeah, absolutely is. Right. You get what i'm saying absolutely but for it's the important. world everybody listening for a superhero but i will make it known he is going to be black you of know course, what I'm saying? as he should and that's because for me i never could go to the store and buy a superhero that was black that yeah. i'm like you know what i'm going to be this for halloween yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah. really feel like that's who i am that's you facts. know what i'm saying or like 
or read some type of inspiration of a superpower that I could have or possess in my mind when I go to sleep. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or like yeah, when I just want to zone out, like I don't have that visual, so I have to create it for myself. Right. And I never had the space or the inspiration to do it until now. So that's right. what I've been doing. Right. But um, I it's so visual to me that it has to be a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I'm telling myself and like I'm setting my intention that like by next year I'm gonna talk to somebody yeah. who knows how to make cartoons yeah. and yeah. we're gonna sit down and make this idea come to fruition. Most but definitely should, bro. Super Champ is his life is kind of like mine. You know, like it's very yeah. similar, but he, he there's gonna be moments where like he ends up going on this journey mm -hmm. and he learns how to meditate. During this meditation, he comes into contact with this kind of like being in mm -hmm. a sense um, in the shape of like water. So a quick visual into one of the scenes <laughs> Please is take that in, in this meditation, he's like meditating and this like liquidy blue figure comes into the front of his face, right? Right. And then it's like super champ. And he's like, he like kind of jumps and it's like, I've been calling you, you know, like um, I'm the one that led you here. Like I'm your intuition. Yeah. Like trust me let me take over let me be your let me be your left hand yeah and like let's like let's be great type of thing and that's what they and so doing. he's like okay <clears throat> so in the meditation he like reaches out to touch this thing this like water right mm -hmm. and it enters his hand and this moment this visual is crazy because like as it's entering the water the the intuition is taking form in his body like and going through all types of changes so it's like hot cold wave smooth yeah. and it's just like ah, yeah. and you just see like all of this shit yeah. you know, it's like it's just like in, the, in like boom like you just over, see this yeah. crazy yeah. thing and then finally it's like you like his muscles start to yeah. grow and blah 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 and he's yeah. just like and it snaps in boom opens his eyes blue eyes like shiny blue eyes yeah. and you just see this like crazy like beautiful Black yeah, superhero, right? right. <laughs> you know what I mean. I like, like it. This like beautiful black right. superhero, that melanated, melanated figure. Right, right, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. And then like, and then like upon that, um, it's like uh, his battles and everything are gonna be my battles, mm -hmm. and dope, whatever man. like whether it's world, yeah. you know, whether it's like yeah. like global issues or. Whatever it yeah, is that's yeah. going on that's like that's on my heart, then he Super can. Champ is going to be having this like dialogue with his yeah. superpower. With so he soul. can't access it whenever he wants. Right. It's a mind of its own. Gotcha. So you're really reading the story of this guy or like watching the show of this guy and whatever's happening on in his like day to day life. But then situations might occur. Yeah. He gets like, uh, 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 and then he's like remembers the moment where he trusted. It's like a that spider moment, sense. And he just knows that he has it. He doesn't know when it's going to come. Yeah. He doesn't know blah, 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 blah. But if he has to fight someone or whatever issue, it's going to show up. Right. And ah, it's going to, and you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't even know what the story's going to be. But man. But there's room the for idea. as long as I'm alive, there's room for. Yeah, the, 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 dynamic, the dynamics have changed. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, man. So, like, there's more behind just a brand. There's like, Love yeah. you know what I'm saying? Most definitely, bro. <laughs> like, when you when you doing all when you going through your creative process, I noticed 
and I'm, all of us do it. What is your choice of music, bro? Because you, you got, you got, like you said, you listen to, NSYNC, you come from Backstreet your father in music, you, the Instinct yeah. Backstreet Boys, and I see you posting music all, all the time. day. Yeah, I, people, I lost like five, five hundred followers because all I post is music. But you know I mean, right? hey, bro, yeah. <laughs> no, like, um, what's some of your favorite? Just let's keep it simple. What is what is like your top three favorite artists? And, and it wow. doesn't matter what the genre is. Really? Yeah. Top three. Um, dang, that is crazy. <laughs> I'm just gonna start listing a bunch because it really depends on my mood, the day, and the environment. Yeah. Um, let's start with like lately. So like this year, thanks. Hey, shout out Spotify for helping me out. See what I was listening to. <laughs> yeah. Um, this year I've been big on uh, Brockhampton. Okay. Okay. If you oh, follow yeah. me, you know that yes. I like yeah, I love yeah. Brockhampton. Yeah. And that's like that's a they're an amazing mix of my boy band like you know what i mean yeah. like my fandom <laughs> like a boy right. bands like nsync backstreet boys because they consider themselves a boy band but yeah. they're like amazing dudes yeah. and each of them is completely different you got one right. guy that sings one guy that raps you know what i mean like it's, right. they, but Rock they all do everything they don't and so like when i'm whatever i'm searching for music i feel like i can find it all by listening to brockhampton yeah. whatever album i want i'm gonna find I'm so, gonna get fed right. jazz with some screaming, with some rap, with some you know what I mean right. R and B. Like I'm gonna get that. Right. So that's why I like them so much because I can get everything in one. Um, man, what else? Um, I listen to a lot of Radiohead. Yeah, And Spacey. Um, I can't do. I just. It's all you. you yeah. That's <laughs> what I said. Give me, yeah. just give it's me three. So, yeah. we ain't got, so I know you got a lot. I know you got a lot. Like the other day, you just post somebody. Man, I don't know who. I listen that? to everything. You literally Bonnie just posted. I'm like, this song, this song, dope. Oh man, <laughs> why am I drawing a blank right yeah. now? It's so weird because I post how, so much music. Yeah, bro. That's how. Um, that's how it is, man. But like, I don't know. Literally, like off top, the last couple weeks I've been bumping like. Roddy Rich. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody. Roddy, Roddy Rich. Roddy, yeah, Roddy got a track with Meek. That's fire. He got some dope stuff. He got yeah, a heater with Meek. Uh, he got a heater with Meek. That's fire. Uh, Chef G. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, a lot of lo-fi. Like I just like started making lo-fi playlists mm -hmm. and just like putting that on because it's just beats. Um, I mean. Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, oh, come you know, on, like yeah, Stone Jay Throw, Dilla, like, yeah, yeah. Really, like my my playlist is so vast that just like with everything, if I like it, I just add it. That's in, what I said. It, That's what I told you. And like, then when I, I wake up in the morning, I boom play, <laughs> yeah. and then like everything's coming on. So then as a song comes on, I'm like, yep. And then I like, you know what I mean? I'll yeah. post it so that I, you know what I mean? So that yeah. I get it out. So I, it's it's crazy. I don't know yeah. if there's a music that I don't like. Yeah. Or that I can't feel. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. Everybody likes music, but like. I, f I feel like I can feel it all. Yeah, I can yeah. see the I can see the the beauty in in it all. Like yeah, I literally sure. sit down and if you're just playing the banjo, I'm like, let me see. Like I kind of imagine if that's me and like how I would feel. I'm yeah. like, okay, I like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. So, bro, before we get out of here, you yeah. know I got to talk about what I always get. People always ask me about this. <coughs> Let's day do it. When we was wearing those rolls, right? <laughs> when we had the rolls out. This picture. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. So that day was so fun. No, it was crazy, that bro. Because like cool we day. went. It was like we started in the back. So backstory: we was at a Mandalay Bay daylight, right? Yep. And we chilling in the cabana in the back. And next thing you know, we with uh, all the guys from New. So like Crooked, uh, Crooked never, never the Sandal Boys, all the Sandal Boys, every Sandal Boy. So we back there chilling, 
and they pull out these robes and they like, guys, we want y'all to put these robes on. We just about to go on stage and just like, like it was crazy, bro. It was it was crazy <laughs> packed. It. So it was like a Sunday, yeah. hot it like ninety degrees out. Yeah. And I guess me and Khalil, we like shit. We'll do it, and everybody else like, all right, bet we'll wear them too. Let's do it. We get up, we walk all through the crowd. So people just like looking at us, all they cheering, like the girls right. scream. I'm like, see, I shouldn't even be. Right. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm married. I'm like, yo, what the fuck y'all got? Yeah, into? I, yeah, I want no parts I'm of like, that. Yo, I can't be in this energy. So yeah. whatever, we get up on stage, and it's even worse. They got the water guns out. Oh man, <laughs> so you know, like, yeah, yo, you know what come with that. Here's this. Here's this. Try this. This is this. this. Yeah, man. We like, yo, all the, the girls and everything, and they like, we get up there, and we like, yeah, with the rolls on, like everybody clapping for. I'm like, bro, we ain't, we like, like a, a there real was nobody band. on stage, like there was no nobody performing, <clears throat> but they gave us like special introduction, and yeah, yeah we're all rubbed up. I'm like, yo, this water is, guns, yeah, that was cool. It was that a was, crazy man, day. That was really it was cool. a crazy. Who was that? Day. Uh, this, it you was said like, when? Yeah, when was it? I remember, I remember seeing that picture. This was, was like that? two, three years, two years ago. What's this August, the date? August 2017. Yeah, yeah, TBT. Right after, yeah, it was like right after my birthday, bro. So I'm like, yo, it was cool. It was wild. Shout out to Ray. And Andrew, all the Sandal Doing boys, man. Thing, yeah, bro. y'll got to come on the show, too. Yeah, yeah man. Get a sure. crooked. Shout out to all the homies, link, bro. For sure. Next time I'm uh, back in Vegas, I'm going to come back for the summer. I'm and John. John at uh, Mandalay Bay. They held us down, man. Crooked, they took care of us, yeah, bro. Crooked, never, knew. It was wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So, before we go, bro, yeah. what, what advice would you give a kid that's trying to break free, break through, um, whether it's him creating a brand or him wanting to get into MMA, what advice would you give that kid? Hmm. I would say, like, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It doesn't matter what your environment looks like around you. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Nothing. Whatever it is that you want to do and you dream of doing, trust it. Yeah. Trust yourself. Go inside, close your eyes, meditate, pray, whatever it is that you want to do, and find the answers inside. Yeah. There you go. That's what I would say. Like, literally, get rid of the outward distractions, ask everything inside, and then make it happen outside. And it's all possible. Resources will come. You'll meet people. Continue to trust yourself. Continue to at least look forward and do good. As long as it's good. And it's all, you know what I mean? Like, and it's a bigger vision and you see multiple people and you see people smiling within this vision and whatever it is, trust it, go inside, find the answers, make it happen. That's my brother, real. My brother, thank you for coming on. Appreciate show, you, bro. man. Bless. I appreciate yes, you. It's yes, love yes, always, yes. man. This thank one you. one of my favorites. It's another episode <laughs> of Friends and Brands. We out. We yes, out. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a good one. Yeah, that was dope. I like the energy of that one. Yeah. yeah.